Welcome along to West Side Story number 10, the official podcast for the series, the prequel to Outrageous Fortune. The final episode has aired. We have uh, one of the uh, team of writers, I say, um, maybe the, the premier, James Griffin in the studio. G'day, Graham. Congrats- I'm back and back again. I just want to say congratulations. Oh, thank I you. really loved the final episode. It was all action and tension. It was all push, push the start button, and and yeah, and yeah. then at some stage it ends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it was a, it was a hell of a one to ride. Actually, it was great fun. And news that was not um, totally new news, but the right time to say good one. You've got funding for another series. Yes, indeed, we have. Uh, we've we've actually yeah started. We're underway already. We've started. Uh, the, the troop writing troops have assembled, and we're um, we're, we're kind of two episodes into storylining the, uh, yeah. the the next eight, the next chapter of eight. Far yeah. out. So when you're write, we're writing the last series. Mm-hmm. Did you write with um, the idea that crikey, we might get another series? Let's leave some interesting uh, frayed ends and things that aren't resolved. I, I think you. I mean, I. I think you always do that. I think yeah. I, I really do. I, I, I think you kind of, you just want to leave those little nuggets in there, um, whether or rifle. not whether whether or not you get you get picked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think we you know on purpose left a whole bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. Um, that uh, that needs to be resolved next time round or not? Maybe oh. maybe we'll just not resolve it all over again. Yeah. This is a dramatic family. Uh, well, it's not not a franchise. What would it be? It's a, it's quite a series of um, series. It's a series of series. When does a series of series become a franchise? It's um. <laughs> That's when I we should, we should ask Marvel and DC and those yeah. kind of people. It's it's like the West Universe. Yeah, but you've got this fictional family, and they're yeah. they're being filled in more and more and more with backstory and detail, and becoming uh, much more you know knowable. Yeah, it's it's a really weird one to write actually because you've got this. You've got this future that everyone knows about, you know, in 2000 and something or other, we pick up the story of the West's and Outrageous Fortune. You've got now got a past, mm. and you've got this void in the middle that you want to fill. But you've also, I might add, got before West Side Series 1. That's mm. also, there's also interesting stories that lie in there, so... And you have to be consistent as well um, to make these characters real and believable. You can't have big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, 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 yeah. The the characters come. I mean, you you try and make all your characters real and believable, no matter yeah. what the thing. Here you have a kind of you have templates of what they became. Mm. Uh, uh, you have and that's to, got to make sense. It has to make sense. I mean, we have we have a, um, some interns out at SVP now watching all of Outrageous Fortune to make sure that we've got all the the um, uh, the 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 bits. And to see if there's anything that we can use, um, uh, because you know be, there are so many stray comments within the 107 hours of Outrageous Fortune. That actually refer to something in the past. Yeah, um, and we are now trying to fill in that past. You can so, har- harvest that. So, and use it as a starting so we, point. we're kind of doing battle with the train spotters who might go, <laughs> "Aha!" But in series three, episode seventeen, yeah. Ted said, "Blah blah." Yeah. yeah, and so and also looking for the things that are cool and fun yeah. and interesting. Okay, um, with 
any program, there are always nut bars out there that write letters to the editor. Have you have any strange complaints come in about the series? Um, you always I, get some, don't you? Yeah, I think I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. I mean, I, I get shielded from those oh, um, okay. uh, largely. Um, I but we do get good ones. Um, there was uh, someone wrote in just recently. Um, uh, to question our safe cracking methods um, due to the fact that um, uh, safes after the late 60s or 70s had nylon tumblers and you couldn't hear them. And we thought, actually, that's that's a really good point, you mm-hmm. know, that we, we um, you know, so we, we, we're going to pay much more attention to our um, uh, safe cracking techniques from now on. Yeah. I think there'll be more drilling. I like to imagine the backstory with that. This couple would be watching, retired locksmith, Oh, that safe shouldn't be like that. Well, why don't you call them up? I, I, I don't know who this person was. I just kind of, I was just, you know, I, I saw yeah. it very briefly. But they seem to have a, a very in-depth knowledge of safe cracking in New Zealand, <laughs> which was kind of kind of cool and a bit worrying. <laughs> okay. Your writing has, have you noticed that change? Because you've been involved in so much stuff that's you know, pretty well known for a long time. I love the writing in gloss. I don't mean to blow smoke or anything but i you know it was it was really neat it was fun well, well was, written going, show. Going, going back i mean it was fun i mean i i was a um for three seasons i was kind of the first two seasons i was after the first six episodes in gloss i was the the script editor and mm. and you know i did the final rewrites and stuff and i started actually writing episodes in the last season but we, we, Janice Finn and I, and some you know, various other people who came in and out. Basically, we we told all the stories, and they mm. were fun. Mm. Um, is it different now? No, it's actually weird that I mean, the processes are still the same. Mm. It starts with a bunch of people. It starts with someone with an idea. Mm. Other people come on board. Then it ends up with a, you know, then you go through the stage of a bunch of people sitting around a table. Laughing, joking, and occasionally telling stories. That's one of the best jobs in the world. I actually had a job like that for a while. God, it, it, it was good. It is. It's. A, I mean, a good story table is great fun. I mean, we were, um, uh, not to give anything away, but um, we were sitting around the storylining table for Westside 3 yesterday um, in tears um, as we pondered the question of how Lefty lost his testicle. You know, I mean, and... As, as a day job, it really doesn't get much better than that, Graham, really, does it? No, I know it doesn't. Want to buy a flower? Yeah, you remember that, don't you? Good God, that was good. Yeah. That, um, listeners, if you were uh, too young or unfamiliar with Auckland in the 80s, maybe even into the 90s a bit, there was a frequent uh, person... Who had a disability of some sort, uh, sold flowers, and it was actually very annoying a lot of the time. Cause, he, yeah. His tone of voice was Why quite... Why a flower? It was very... It, it had a cut through, yeah, for sure. it sure did. But and he was kind of legendary around a around fi- inner, city, inner city Auckland. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you could hear him for miles, and... Along with you the know, Jenga, I, Jenga I remember, man. I remember I was at university at that time, wandering the inner city streets, and, you know, you'd... you'd May not buy a flower, but you'd throw them a, you know, a coin if you had one spare yeah. between pubs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. So we we threw that in. Yeah. That's. That, I mean, that's. Um, there's a, a few of those things, and I'm, that's a, kind of partly I'm really proud of those little touches where mm. things from real life Auckland that people may may or may not know 
get dropped in. What sort of writing do you admire? In TV, drama. In TV, drama? I don't care. These days or forever? Forever. Forever? Well, I started out listening, uh, uh, watching and loving... Uh, people like Alan Bleasdale, oh, uh, Boys yeah. from the Black Stuff, yep. uh, things like that. Um, Troy Kennedy Martin's writing on uh, the original miniseries of Edge of Darkness is one of the things that um, uh, I just it made me want to be a writer. Um, and in comedy, I mean, I I've loved comedy since forever. You know, um, Barney Miller, um, uh, Taxi, all those kind of those classic American sitcoms. Mm. Um, these days, I mean, I thought Breaking Bad, Bad was magnificent. Um, there is uh, a whole new, uh, there's a whole new area of, of TV drama now with um, you know Netflix or HBO really yeah, started yeah. it, didn't it? That where anything goes, and you get really rich, deep bloody artistic stuff and it's proven to be popular oh, man, contrary I, I just, to what a lot of TV executives thought I just um, uh, uh, watched the latest episode of Mr. Robot um, yesterday mm. and it just goes it start. I mean I don't know if you've seen it it just goes and starts and I'm not going to spoil it it's just this episode suddenly is a completely different thing and it's just you go whoa and I, I just love when writing does that when it when they they're not when they're brave enough and they're not afraid to go yeah. okay we're going to do this this week and I think those new forms of storytelling um, and distribution of, of material through Netflix and and places like that mm. they they allow that's it is a golden age really a bit yeah tv drama especially yeah it's a new uh, thing which nobody thought would happen really if you ask the professionals in the in the business oh yeah they? yeah you yeah, know drum drum was dead and um i mean i yeah i mean it still struggles to keep, to keep its head above water well, it's here it's an expensive thing to, to make and when you've got an economy of scale though sometimes and, and yeah and brave risk takers i suppose as far as programming goes well also i mean here's a here's a, a kind of a new delivery platform willing to to take risks and spend money mm. in the hope that they will recoup it later on. I'm sure they're running these shows at a huge, you know, loss for now, but over time, you know, with mm. you know, they'll recoup their money, they always do. <laughs> Commercial considerations. You you're writing for an audience and it, you want this show to be popular. It's it's got to hit um lots and lots and lots of New Zealanders. Is there something that you would like to do that you think is not a vanity project, but something that um, may not be popular, but you'd really, really like to do? Well, most of the time they're not popular enough. If you if you uh, <laughs> uh, uh, listen to the network people, um, but it's uh, true. Just, just, you, just, going, yeah. just going back to the first thing you said. Yeah, I mean, you don't. Uh, none of us, when we're sitting around writing this or directing it or making it. Are thinking foremost of commercial considerations. With you think of the project, um, you think that. I mean, it's a kind of a if you build it, you hope they will come kind of scenario. So that you know, we we don't go oh well the audience so and so might not like this. That's someone else's job. Other people will do that for us. So um, 
keep the characters true, keep the stories fresh, um, try and make them as interesting as possible. And write um, your tits off. Good one. And write your proverbial nungas off. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. I think that's good. It, the TV executives, though, they are the ones, aren't they? They go, well, well, can, can mean, we shift this that way? Well, We've got, yeah. got a demographic. You still get all that stuff? Yeah, you do. But, you know, you can uh, – I, I, and I pay attention to ratings and things like that because uh, there are times in the past that they've been used to kill things that I've loved. Oh. So I figured, well, I'd better learn the language. And so when somebody says, well, it didn't do very well in the plus fives, you go, well, the plus fives don't really matter. It's the 15 to – so 25 to 54s that mm. we're really after. And look, you know – and. So you you begin to understand concepts of audience share and you know, blah blah all that kind of stuff. Mm. Well, congratulations on a new series. This one's been great. That final episode, um, it was super, and it was um, interspersing the original documentary footage of the of the tour as well. I, th- I think it worked. It was a, kind of a risky thing to do, isn't it? Because you're splitting yeah. the look. Yeah, we we yeah we. Uh, we tried it first in the the Hamilton episode, and it worked really well. Yeah. So we thought, well, let's you know, put it in again because you know we are paying homage to a um, uh, a, uh, a a very true historical event. But I mean, having putting that aside, I thought Murray Keane did a um, an absolute yeah. m- wonderful job of of making our limited resources look like a riot. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a lot of money, but you know, um, it was very cleverly put together so that, uh, you know, uh, I was walking around the streets of Sandringham on that day and it, it looked vaguely familiar to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, when you see that old footage, are you like a lot of other people, I bet, you pause and see, oh, is that Sharon? Oh, no, there's Brett. Um, yeah, no, uh, no, because most of the most of that footage, I was uh, I was somewhere else that day. I was on oh. in, a, in a different part. There wasn't, you know, I got, got back to, and learnt about that this rioting had been going on about two blocks over. I was just with your classic old school demonstration, <laughs> chanting and doing all that stuff. Yeah, it was about a thirty uh, percent yeah. ratio of um, university students, though. Cause you, oh God, there's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, James, congratulations! Um, all the best. Great stuff. It's been really good fun. Oh, cheers! And thanks for doing these things, Grant. They've, yeah. been, they've been cool. They've I've, been great. I've had fun doing them. Good. So that's great. Every winning, winner, 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 chicken dinner. <laughs> James Griffin, thank you.